Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, hello there. Welcome, stranger. Please, gather yourself close to the fire. It's a cold night tonight. The kind of cold that chills you straight to the core. The kind of cold that makes you believe you'll never feel warm again. It's felt that way every day here in the magical kingdom of Broadwaster, since we have no holiday flame this year. Wait, you didn't know that you're in the epically awesome magical kingdom of Broadwaster, and you've never heard of the holiday flame? And you're in the mood for a three-part holiday story. Well then, my new friend, sit yourself down by these humble flames of our fire and bask in whatever warmth you can find as I tell you of the epic tale of the Holiday Dragon. Many moons ago, in the mysterious forbidden caves of the northernmost banks of Broadwistia, King Crosby of the Snow Elves and his three daughters witnessed the birth of a sacred holiday dragon. Do you see that, girls? 
The way that it is breaking through the shell? Look, I see a little claw. And I see the tip of a little wing. Oh, here it comes. It's about to fully break through the egg and hatch. Ready, set. And there it is, the first holly dragon that's been gifted to our world in centuries. With this dragon's magic fire igniting the sacred torch on the top of Mount Olympia Dukakis, the warmth of the holiday flame will fill everyone in the land of Broadwaysia. He's so cute. What should we name him, Father? Well, as king of the snow elves, I do have the task of naming the holiday dragon. But I can take suggestions from my wonderful daughter. So, Angelica, what will it be? Um, well... The dragon is telling you to hurry up, Angelica. Dad! Don't tease your sister, Eliza. Come on, Angelica. Go with your heart. What should we name this holiday dragon? Alexander. Okay, interesting. Alexander the dragon. Okay, I could get used to that. But let's hear what Eliza thinks. Eliza, what's the perfect name for the holiday dragon? Mm, it should be something fantastical, like Adele Nazim. Alexander is way better. Now, Angelica, be nice to your little sister. Adele Nazim, another good option. Thank you, Eliza. Uh, but how can I choose? Alexander or Adele Nazim? But wait, I have to hear what Peggy has to say. Peggy, it's your chance. What should I name the holiday dragon? I feel like the dragon has to be named Falcor. Oh, thank goodness. That is the correct answer, Peggy. Whenever you're naming a dragon, it should always be named Falcor. And if you don't know why, shame on you. Am I right? I still like Alexander. We all know, Angelica. We all know you like Alexander. Look! Falcor the holiday dragon is going to sleep. How can you be sleepy right now? You were just born. Look around, look around at how lucky you are to be alive right now. Look around! Look around. Falcor will spend most of the year sleeping. Now girls, I brought you both here because you have very important roles to play in Falcor's life. And in all of our lives, the holiday dragon will sleep here in the Forbidden Caves for the majority of the year. However, when it is time to usher in the holiday season on what is called the Night of the Dragon, Angelica will awaken Falcor with the magical song we worked on. Do you remember it? Of course I do. I know you do, my angel. Once Falcor is awake, he will fly to the sacred torch on the top of Mount Olympia Dukakis and ignite the holiday flame, filling the land with holiday spirit. Falcor will then fly back here to the Forbidden Caves, where Eliza will be waiting to sing her magical song and lull the dragon back to sleep until the next holiday season. You remember your song, Eliza? Absolutely. I'm ready, Father. Now remember, girls, it is your sacred duty to awaken the dragon and then lull him back to sleep on the night of the dragon. These are matters of grave importance. The success of every holiday season depends upon Falcor lighting the holiday flame. You can't let us down. We won't, Father. We'll never let you down. You can count on us. But what about me, Father? You, my beautiful daughter Peggy, have the most important job of all. You, with your awesome magical powers unparalleled by any elf that has ever lived, you shall protect the Forbidden Caves while Falcor sleeps. But that's not fair. Angelica and Eliza have songs. They have so much more than me. Peggy. You have a song inside of you that's full of more powerful magic than I could ever teach you. One day, you'll let it out. Until then, you must keep Falcor safe all year so that he may arise every holiday season and ignite the holiday flame. 
on the top of Mount Olympia Dukakis. Yeah, I know, Father. I know. Now, girls, promise me. Promise me you will fulfill your sacred duties to the holiday dragon. I promise, Father. I promise, Father. I promise, Father. Come awake, come awake, spread your wings and soar. Feel the frost start to break and the darkness retire. Let the cold fade away, for the time has come once more. To warm all the winter with magic and And the sisters kept their word. For years and years, when it was time to ring in the holiday season, Angelica traversed the dangerous path to the Forbidden Caves to awaken Falkor on the sacred night of the dragon with her magical song. And Falkor the holiday dragon would open his eyes, stretch out his massive wings, and take off into the night. High above the land of Borwistia, straight to the top of Mount Olympia Dukakis. All of Borwistia would erupt in cheers of Zutuwa-Boom as Falkor ignited the holiday flame. And as everyone was celebrating, Falkor would take off as quickly as he'd arrived, returning to the Forbidden Caves. And there, he would find Eliza waiting for him to lull him back to sleep. And so the sisters sang in turn as the years passed on the night of the dragon. Most of the year, Peggy traversed the Forbidden Caves alone, using her powerful magic to make the caves inaccessible to anyone or anything but her sisters. And for years and years, everything was as it should be. But then it happened. A few days ago, we heard a massive storm forming in the north. We all turned to watch it grow at an alarming rate that could only mean one thing. Dark magic. In moments, the Forbidden Caves disappeared, engulfed by the enormous, menacing, jet-black storm cloud. As all of Broadwaster stared in shock and horror at the terrifying cloud swallowing the entire northern part of the land, 
Angelica and Eliza raced directly toward it. Eliza, come on! It's just a few steps further. I'm trying, Angelica, but the closer we get to the perimeter of the storm cloud, the more the ferocious winds seem to be pushing us back. Keep fighting. Think of Peggy. Think of Falcor. They need our help. Who do you think is behind this? I don't know. The two sisters fought with all their might and finally reached the edge of the formidable swirling black cloud of doom. They grasped hands and looked into each other's eyes. We will save our sister. We will save Falcor. And we will save the holidays. Ready? Set? Jump! And no one has seen any of them since. Falcor, or the sisters of the Holiday Dragon. And the terrible cloud remains in the north. You can see it now. And so ends our tale for now, I'm afraid. That is, unless you can help us, dear friend. Dear... what should I call you? (laughs) You don't say much, but you're a mighty good listener. So that's what I'll call you. Listener. So, listener, do you happen to know a crew of strong, cunning and brave heroes who could save Falcor and the Sisters of the Holiday Dragon from whatever this terrifying threat may be behind the dark magic of the storm? Wait, you do? Who? Jay, can you get the door? Bird! What? Can you get the door? I've got five more minutes left on stream, Kimberly. I thought we said no live streaming during this trip. No live streaming, no podcasting, no content creating, just spending the holidays together like a normal family. Kimberly, the doorbell. I've got four more minutes of slaying an army of orcs, and then I'm all yours for the holidays, I promise. Oh, God. Are orcs the giant, disgusting, ugly things? You better believe it. Gross, I hate those things. So, like a good husband, I will kill them for you for four more minutes. Okay, just remind me to take the ham out of the oven when you get off your stream, okay? You got it. Don't forget, I want to make sure this first dinner is perfect. Trust me, I could never forget the ham. I'm coming, I'm coming. Happy holidays! Did you really need to ring the doorbell ten times? We were doing an immersive production of The Book of Mormon. I swear, that was all Brian. Oh, I know. And yet we love him anyway. Come on in, it's cold. It's good to see you, Jamie. You too. I know it's good to see me too. It goes without saying because you haven't said it yet. I'm sorry. Come here, Brian. Give me a hug. I've just been so stressed out trying to make this the perfect holiday. The perfect holiday? Why? Because Jay and I have never spent the holidays completely away from our families. So this is our first couple's holiday, and you only get so many of those before you have kids, and then the holidays are all about your kids, and then you're just kind of trying to keep up with it all until suddenly 40 years have gone by and all the holidays are about grandkids. And then old Jay and I will be like, wow, this is great, but we're so freaking old, let's reminisce about our quiet little perfect holiday as a couple with our chosen family in a little 
little cottage upstate. And that is this holiday. Old Kimberly and old Jay are reminiscing about this freaking holiday and it has to be perfect. But no pressure, right? I mean, Jamie and I are here, so already the holiday is pretty spectacular. And you two didn't make plans to record any talking horror episodes, right? No Black Christmas or Krampus or anything spooky? No spooky. But what about spooky dookie? Brian. Kimberly, we promise we followed all the instructions. All 525,600 of them. And we didn't bring any podcasting stuff with us. We promise. This trip is all about us and the holiday. We are here to make memories. I am all about making memories. Happy holidays, you crazy kids. Happy holidays. Hey, Jay, where were you? I'm just finishing up a quick live stream. Because our friends can follow the rules about no technology, but clearly my husband can't. Can you two remind my wife that she's the game master, not the taskmaster? Because she's... Because I what? Because she's so pretty, and you're funny, and smart, and a game master, and a game winner, and a game of life winner. Because, I mean, look at your husband. Check him out. Oh, this is your arm candy, baby. I'm your leg licorice. I'm your torso taffy. I'm your... I love you too, Jaybird. But no more streaming. Loving and attentive husband reporting for duty, ma'am. As you were private, now escort our guests upstairs to the guest bedroom. You two have a picture-perfect view of the lake. Sounds amazing. It's nice, though at night with the fog that moves in, it really starts to look more like a bog. What was that? Foreshadowing. Uh, This way, Brian and Jamie, you gotta see the view of the mountains from me and Kimberly's room. It is crazy. They're the tallest mountains I've ever seen. I bet no one could climb them. I just hope we don't get there and find out Jay was making mountains out of molehills. Was that foreshadowing? No, that one was just for a bad joke. Here, let me help you with your bags. Kimberly, can you get the door? This way, Brian and Jamie. Upstairs we go. Yeah, I'll get the door. I was just heading in the kitchen to do... Oh, to do something. I'm coming! Hi. I'm here with consolation gifts for people on the naughty list. (laughs) Am I in the right place? Let's see. There's a picture of margaritas in the fridge. Then this is definitely the right place. Come on in, Kevin. It's cold. Happy holidays, Kimberly. You better not be kidding about that picture. Happy holidays, Kevin. This is going to be so fun. An off-the-grid holiday. My Uber driver had a hell of a time finding this place from the train station. Where are we? Upstate New York, in a cabin. So, you need help with anything? Why don't you throw your bags in your room? You're at the very end of this long hallway. You have a perfect view of the grasslands, the something plains. I can't remember what they're called. I don't know why, but I thought you'd like that, even though they are kind of ominous. Sounds good to me. As long as the rain in the plains stays mainly in Spain. Put your stuff down and join me in the kitchen. I wasn't lying about the pitcher. I have the pitcher and all the stuff to make margaritas. I just haven't made them yet. Because who better to make them than the true master of margaritas? I mean, I won't argue with that. I am the margarita master. And I could definitely use a drink. Why? Is something wrong? It's that time of year again, and I'm stressing about the radio play. I just, I want it to be really great. Epic and exciting and fun to listen to, while also being heartwarming and sweet and silly. I just, I, I want it to be the absolute perfect holiday special. That's not too much to ask, right? Asking for perfection? It shouldn't be. I want this to be the perfect holiday. With the perfect holiday radio musical. But you know what I could really go for right now? What's that? The perfect holiday margarita. I'll drink to that right this way. I can't wait to see everyone. Do you know who just got here? Probably Kevin. I texted him something funny 10 minutes ago, and I gauged his laugh was about 10 miles away. 
It's so crazy that you've developed the ability to place Kevin geographically based on his laugh. Come to think of it, that ability seems implausible. Implausible? Or like an important element of the plot that will come back later now that we've identified that I have this power? What? Foreshadowing. You guys think of anything you need, just let me know. Kimberly and I got here early and went through the place, see what they have. These Airbnb people really set us up with a lot of stuff. They even have these little hotel-sized soaps and shampoo bottles and stuff. I mean, it's so sweet, isn't it? I mean, I'm totally gonna steal all of them. They're already in my bag. Don't ask, I won't share. Jamie and I are having groceries delivered. We would love to take care of dinner for everybody. And maybe we can do an official board game tournament or big karaoke competition or, 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 uh... Don't even worry about that, bud. I mean, you know Kimberly's got all the food and activities covered. When we got here, she did a quick inventory of the house and then immediately started cooking and baking. Like, it was spooky how fast. She sent me shopping for a few things, says she forgot, but I'm pretty sure she left at home as an excuse to send me to the store to get me out of the house. She bought an entire Lights of Broadway show card collection and a ton of little scraps of paper with things written on them. I don't even know what they say. She's got it all taken care of, man. This is how she celebrates holidays, dude. Taking care of everyone. Okay, well, we can do breakfast in the morning or, or make a big lunch for everyone or dinner tomorrow or else we could maybe do a top chef competition. Yeah, whichever one. I mean, we'll play it by ear. Dude, what's up with you? You're going into Brian mania about cooking a meal for everyone or planning some big event. We just want to help out. Oh, absolutely. Everyone always pitches in. We're all good like that. I just want to do something special for everyone. We don't get to all get together as much anymore since, since we moved to Philly, so... I just wanted to make sure that this holiday is extra special for all of us. Together, just like old times. And it will be special, Brian. Don't worry about it. Get settled and come downstairs, man. Change to something comfy. We got a whole trip to enjoy the gang all together. It's just like the old times. I mean, when was the last time we got to do this? Jay, can you get the door? Kevin and I are very busy taste testing the first pitcher of margaritas. Yeah, I got it. We got to get down there before Kevin Kimberly are man-can level broad-waisted. If it comes in a can, you'd think you could have more than one. <laughs> I mean, good episode, but drunk Kimberly. Hey, Bri, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I just don't want anything to feel like it's changed, but already it feels like it has. Well, change is a constant. Change is healthy. Change is good. I know, I know, but this holiday, I, I want a good, old-fashioned, by-the-book holiday with my broad-waisted family. No funny business. Only punny business. Well, then let's go outside. Why? Let's go walking into Winter Punderland. A holiday pun? Be still my heart. Come on, let's go downstairs and join the group. And don't stress, okay? It's already going to be special because we're together. You don't have to constantly do something to make it more special. You clearly have not seen the matching pajamas I bought for everybody. Oh, here we go. Come on. Okay, so raise your hands if you want a margarita. Haley? Oh, I do. I absolutely want one. Nikisha, margarita? Is a margarita a holiday drink? It's the holidays, and I've made a delicious pitcher of margaritas, so it is tonight. Then I am in. Perfect. Marks for Haley, Aaron, and Nikisha. Uh, Jay and Kimberly, do you need refills? No, because I have some more stuff in the kitchen to do. Ah, Kimberly, you've been working hard, babe. Relax, just have another. It's the holidays. <laughs> okay, one more. Is there enough for two margaritas for us? Brian and Jamie. Of course, there's two for you guys already made right here. Thanks, Kev. Happy holidays, you two. Oh, the gang's all here. Happy holidays, friends. Happy holidays, Haley, Aaron, and Nikisha. You too, Jamie. Ugh, this is incredible. We're all here together for the whole holiday. It's like it's magic. 
Though the weather outside is definitely not magical. How so? Yeah, the weather is crazy outside. There's some kind of crazy storm raging outside, and it's not like a normal snowstorm. It's almost like it's um, a dark, menacing, and dangerously icy thunderstorm that appeared out of thin air and has surrounded us on all sides, quickly descending upon us all alone in this remote house in upstate New York, helpless to do anything to stop it. It's almost like that? This storm sounds ridiculous and strangely like the catalyst for the inciting action in this story, if this were some kind of a story or radio musical or something. But instead of focusing on that, let's look around and be glad we're all here. This is perfect. The whole broad-waisted crew. Even two hammies and a Tammy. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. Tammy from Hairspray. Two hammies. Hammies. The ham! Oh, for Carmen Cusack's sake, the holiday ham! I'll get it. No, I'll get it. I told you to remind me about the ham when you were done streaming, Jibber. I'm sorry. I got distracted by all of our friends getting here. Well, so did I, but someone has to make sure that everything happens like it's supposed to so that everyone else can have an effortlessly perfect holiday and that someone is always me. You just worry too much about the details. I'm sure no one cares that the ham- Everyone cares about a burned ham. I'll open up a window to let some of the smoke out. Jamie and I will get the fire alarm to stop. And I'm sure there are some incredible local restaurants where we can order dinner from. Yeah, Nikisha and I'll get on that. Plus, Jamie and I have groceries coming. No deliveries are getting through this storm anytime soon. Groceries or takeout. There's got to be a pizza place or Chinese food that'll deliver, right? I don't think so. You know what? Why don't I make another pitcher of margaritas? These ones will be smoky. <sighs> okay, we can salvage this. All right, everyone, let's move into the sunroom while this part of the house fumigates. Oh, yeah, a totally smart and logical idea, but um, just everyone uh, be careful. I kind of ran the wires from my live stream everywhere in there, and the plugs are very strange places, and it's kind of a nightmare to set up, so it's a bit of a booby trap of wires. Plus, uh, I left all my D&D stuff out. You brought your Dungeons & Dragons stuff? I thought maybe we'd get bored in this cabin upstate, and maybe I'd teach everyone how to play D&D, and we you know, just like have a casual short campaign or something. I don't know. I always thought that Dungeons & Dragons stuff looked pretty cool. Yeah, sure, I get it. It's a fantasy game. That sounds fun. Like Into the Woods, but with killing. Well, with more killing. <laughs> but there's absolutely nothing holiday about D&D. This was a trip of magical holiday memories, remember? Not D&D and live streaming. Let's just check out the sunroom. I'm sure it's not that bad. Whoa, the cords are really haphazardly placed around this room. I almost just tripped on one. It's like a minefield. Uh, I did trip on one by the door and... Oof, ouch! I just stepped on one of these weirdly shaped game dice. Oh, sorry. Those are D&D dice. They deliver damage points, not usually to your foot, though. Jay, this is a mess. Listen up, everyone. This is important. There is a dangerous cord coming through the center of the room. Be careful when you move near it. Uh... Everybody not to alarm anyone? Oh, I just tripped over a tripod. But the storm is getting really bad outside. Sorry for the mess, friends. I'll clean it up. And it looks like the storm is coming inside through the open window in the kitchen. Like, like it's coming to get us? Kevin, what are you talking about? Does no one else see that dark, menacing, dangerous ice thunderstorm cloud that looks like it's about to explode in the middle of the room? <laughs> it's coming at me. Uh, I gotta back up. Kevin, don't back up. You're in the center of the room. You'll hit that dangerous cord and... Welcome, champion. Your adventure has begun.
Is everyone okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. What just happened? Do we just go through a portal? Because I feel like once a year we go through a portal and that definitely felt portally. I would agree that experience has undertones of portal and overtones of portal. Okay, so it was a portal, but a portal to where? And how do we portal back? And what did that voice mean by, welcome champions, your adventure has begun? Okay, you heard that too? Thank Carmen Cusack, I thought I was losing it. Losing it. A side effect of portal travel. All signs seem to be pointing towards what we just experienced being a portal. Jay, we've already established it was a portal. We're trying to figure out where the portal brought us. Where the portal ported us. Okay. Uh, and wait, wait, where where are Aaron, Nikisha, and Haley? Oh no! Aaron! Nikisha! Haley! Where did they go? I don't know. Why don't we ask them? Ask who? Those two people standing right behind you. Hello! Ah! I'm ah! the narrator! Oh, come on. Where were you all? Comedies and threes, people. Threes! We screamed, and then he said something, and then we screamed again. So the third time, we're all supposed to... Uh, forget it. He said he was the narrator, and that strangely kind of answered all my questions for the time being. Yeah, I, I suddenly feel totally taken care of knowing there's a narrator on the premises. Yeah, things are completely under control, even though we're in a strange, magical forest of menacing, otherworldly beauty. Yeah, look at this place. Exotic, fantastical-looking trees and flowers everywhere. Strange woodland creatures that seem normal until you look closer and realize they're a small griffin or a baby manticore. This is like something out of a fairy tale. And Into the Woods is a fairy tale, and there's a narrator in that, and everything works out fine. See? We're fine. It doesn't work out fine for the baker's wife, or Jack's mom, or Rapunzel, or the steward, or the narrator. Wow, Into the Woods is dark. But wait, narrator, who's that person with you? I feel like I've seen them before. Uh, Them? Uh, They're the one who told me to summon you. They don't speak much, but they sure listen a lot. That's why I've decided to call them listener. Hi, listener. It's nice to meet you. Welcome, champions, to Starcha Quest Woods. I am the one who has summoned you, our fellowship of champions who will save the magical kingdom of Broadwestia by- I accept. I'll do it. You'll do what? I'll be the king of Broadwestia. No one said anything about needing a king of Broadwestia. Of course they need a king. That's always what happens in magical lands. And they said it's a magical land. There's a fight or a battle and a normal guy from the regular world is transported to the magical land and becomes a hero and then ultimately becomes a king. So I'm a super regular guy. Plus, this is the kingdom of Broadwestia. And I feel, as the host of Broadwasted, it's only right I be the king of Broadwestia. Now wait just a car. Cusack minute here. If anyone is going to be king, it should be me. I've already governed my own corner. Will the two of you stop arguing? No one is asking either of you to be king. Sorry. You aren't asking for them to be king, right? For the love of Carmen Cusack, please don't make them kings. Take the six queens. They are way more equipped to rule. Um, excuse me. I must confide with my friend here. Give us a moment. Listener, do you really believe that these people... They are the heroes we need. That they can save the holidays and all of Broadway star. All right, well, I'll take your word for it, but you better keep an eye on them for me. Here, I'm giving you this necklace with a diamond pendant. If you look closely, you'll see a glowing snowflake frozen in the middle of the diamond. 
This is a magical necklace called the Eye of Winter. With this, you will be able to travel seamlessly between all of the action that's about to unfold. That way you can keep an eye on all these ruffians. Just make sure that no matter what, they accomplish their mission to free Falcor and the Sisters of the Dragon from whatever has captured them and save the holidays. I'm putting my trust in you. All of Broad Wistra is putting our trust in you. Don't let us down. Okay, sorry about that. No problem. While you were over there talking to each other, we did a little magic. We didn't do magic. We just read the first part of the script and caught up on the story of Broadwaystia, Falcor, the Holiday Dragon, the Three Sisters, so that we're caught up on where we are and what's going on. Really great stuff. I, I must say, it's expertly crafted storytelling. Oh, you must say, huh? All of you, focus. Narrator, where are Aaron, Nikisha, and Haley? I don't understand. I brought you all here together, so they're supposed to be with you. I must have done something wrong. Right and wrong don't matter in the woods, narrator. (gasps) Who is that? The whole forest is filling up with a heavy fog that's making it hard to see anything or anyone, even all of you. And the air has somehow turned cold and icy, like it's trying to freeze my heart to stop it from beating. Who's out there? Who's doing this? (laughs) It is I, the Queen of Shadows. I am the ruler of darkness and the Empress of Evil. I've spent centuries banished to the outer regions of Broadwaystia by the cursed light of the Holiday Flame. For too long have I allowed the people of Broadwaystia to bask in the glow of the Holiday Spirit. Being nice and caring and loving around their decorated trees or burning candles. No more! Now Falcor and the three sisters are mine. And the holidays are cancelled. Forever. So you're the one behind all of this. What have you done with our friends? Your friends seem to have lost their way and have been scattered throughout Broadwaystia. Your friend Aaron has tragically been pulled down into the depths of the bygone bog. Nikisha is trapped on the edge of a treacherous cliff in the Inser Mountain Range. And poor Haley. She's wandering helplessly through the Aviophobia Plains. People get lost there and are never seen again. Set them free. Oh, I will. If you agree to go. Now. And leave the world of Broadwaystia. Here. You can take this portal back to your world. I'll even send you back a bit early so you can save your holiday ham and have the perfect holiday get-together. And Haley, Aaron, and Nikisha will be there waiting for you. So all you have to do is leave. But if we leave, what will become of Broadwaystia? Nothing. I will just never release the Three Sisters or Falcor so that the holiday flame is never ignited, thereby ensuring the holidays never happen here again and the entire land is covered in darkness and shadow and despair. It'll be fine. I don't know about you guys, but I can't go back and have a great holiday at home knowing there's a mythical kingdom that needs our help to save the holidays. We've been called on to be heroes, to be absolute legends in this world that carries the namesake of your pride and joy, Broadwasted. Broadwastia. This magical land is called Broadwastia. No, 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 I know. It's a not subtle play on the podcast title Broadwasted. Waltz. Broad-wasted. What's a podcast? All I'm saying is we cannot walk away from this. This, my friends, is our destiny. And being sucked into a real D&D style world is like your ultimate fantasy, isn't it? You literally 
have no idea how close I am to breaking down sobbing with joy right now. Like, I want to call Lashy so bad, but my phone doesn't work because we are very clearly not in the same universe right now. Okay. I'm with Jay. Let's be heroes. What do you all say? I don't want to speak for Jamie, but... We're in. Let's save the holidays. Kev? All I can say is, you got a problem, Shadow Queen. The BCU has landed in Broadwastia, and we're here to save the day. The holiday. The BCU? Broadwasted cinematic universe, like the MCU, but the BCU. It's Broadwasted and Talking Horror and the Popcorn Project podcast and Broadway Baby. Wait, where is Broadway Baby? He was seeing Hamilton again, so he couldn't come. That tracks. But wait, wouldn't it be BPU for Broadwasted Podcast Universe instead of BCU for Broadwasted Cinematic Universe? Since you aren't cinematic. We're cinematic and automatic, systematic, hydromatic, we're Grease Lightning. Wait, what are we talking about? Jamie, it's just the BCU because it sounds cooler. Like we focus. We just challenge this crazy shadow lady, so let's be a unified front, please. I was just pointing out. Enough! I wouldn't waste too much time, heroes. Your poor friends don't have much. And you won't have time to save them one by one. You'll have to split up to save them all at the same time. United you stand, divided you fall. Oh yeah, Queen of Shadows? Well then, I'll use my narration powers to connect the wall. That way they'll never be alone on their quests to save their friends. Then, once they've saved their friends and are banded together, they'll be powerful enough to destroy you and save Falcor and the Three Sisters. My narration powers will- They will be a problem, you're right. Unless you're trapped on top of Mount Olympia Dukakis. Chained there so you can only be released if I am truly defeated. No! Wait, but I'm the narrator. You can't do this to me. I've never heard of a narrator being attacked like this. Have any of you? No, no not, not really. really. Into the woods! You better hope they succeed and save you, or you'll be stuck up there forever. Mr. Narrator! Narrator, are you okay? I think he's gone. The Queen of Shadows made him disappear? Um, I don't think we lost the narrator yet. I didn't hear him disappear or anything. No, we totally did lose him. The Shadow Queen just vanished the narrator. Wait, we lost the narrator? I can't see anything in this fog. Okay, now I'm not so sure. Uh, let's do a test. No one answer any of these questions unless you're the narrator, okay? Narrator, are you there? Yes, I'm here! (laughs) Come on, Jay, stop joking around. We need to figure out if we really lost the narrator. Are, Are you all actually serious right now? This is so insulting! Yes, you just lost the narrator. I totally used dark magic to transport him from here to the top of Mount Olympia Dukakis. So no one can reach him but Falcor and... Did you not hear me say any of that? Yeah, I mean, I heard you say it. I just, I didn't see or hear him disappear with my own eyes or ears. Like, there wasn't, like, a crazy sound. Yeah, magic should sound cool, you know? Like, it's magic. It needs to have, like, a cool noise. Like, it should be like a... 
or like a fiddle dee dee or like just like a bibbity boppity something. I don't know. I, I just don't think you actually disappeared the narrator. I just think like you gagged him or something and he's still here in the fog somewhere. Everyone just feel around for him. All right. Just like if you, if you like touch his face or something, he's probably gagged. Just like call out. All right. Like Marco Polo with more face touching. Narrator. 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 Doing that. Refrigerator. I teleported him to the top of Mount Olympia, Dukakis! But there is no sound. It's a silent, instantaneous spell. Most of the other ones make sounds, it's true. And I will admit that I understand your confusion, since I've shrouded the entire forest in shadows so you can't see. So if there is no sound, I get how you thought that, but I didn't... But enough of this! I totally vanished him! He's gone! What will we do without a narrator? Dialogue-driven storytelling? (laughs) Oh, laugh it up now. Be happy now. Just wait until you see how you emerge from the shadows. After all, if you are going to waste your time trying to save Broadwastia, then you're going to be part of our world. What are you going to do? Transform us somehow so that we're part of your world? There's the reference. Thank you. Of course, I can see where you were going. Much appreciated. Anyway, yes! You're going to fit in here, all right. Oh, and this spell? It definitely makes a sound. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf. What just happened? We'll call that session zero. The dice have been cast, and I've rolled your characters. Let your pathetic quest to save your friends and the holidays begin. Good luck trying to beat me. You're gonna need it. (laughs) I think she's gone. Does anyone else feel weird? For sure. Definitely. Yeah, I felt like it was transforming or something, but honestly, I feel great now. Oh, look, the fog is lifting. I'm starting to be able to see again. Yeah. I think I see, yeah, it's it's Kimberly. And oh dear Carmen, Cusack Kimberly. What, what is it? Oh, ah, it's nothing, <laughs> it's nothing. You look totally and absolutely normal without anything to worry about. Holy moly, Kimberly. Kevin's not the only ogre on the podcast now. What? Hello champions. I'm a humble citizen of Broadwaystia who heard about your quest. You can call me the Drama Master. I'm here to help you along the way the best I can. Well, I'm not actually there. I'm a voice being magically projected into your minds from the safety of my house, far away from the dangerous action. I'm not able to take part in the action firsthand anymore, but I have a vast knowledge of Broadwaystia and the dangers that you're about to face, so I'm here to help. I'll be guiding you along the way. And the first thing I'm going to help you all do is understand your new forms. Someone better tell me what the Carmen Cusack is going on. We'll start with you then, Kimberly. You are now the raw power of the team. Okay, that sounds good. Girl power. You bring to the team your brute strength. Did you say brute? Like champagne? Some might call you a violent and terrifying monster, but we just call you the giant half-orc ogre herself, Princess Fifiphona. I'm what? A giant half-orc that's a towering, terrifying monster, but I still love you. This is ridiculous. I'm Princess Fifiphona? Well... All right now, Drama Master, let's hear about everyone else's terrible transformation. Next in your company is Brian. Brian, you are strong and deadly with any weapon and highly skilled in every form of combat. 
You're a charming, swashbuckling variant human, and you're a natural-born leader. I give you Serpunzalot. This transformation is amazing. Serpunzalot. I love it. And what's a variant human? Mm, a human, but cooler. Cool, Brian, you look like a medieval ninja. Wait a minute. He is just a taller and stronger version of himself? How is this fair? Next in your fellowship, lithe and acrobatic, Jamie hides her face of legendary beauty and long, chocolate-brown hair under a crimson cloak and hood. She's a sneaky and evasive master of stealth and disguise. What she brings is more than just an air of mystery to the team. She is the cunning young snow elf, Rogue Riding Hood. I feel like I know things now, many valuable things that I haven't known before. And you look really cute in your red hood. Thanks. And Jamie is a hot elf? You have got to be kidding me. Our next champion is Dragonborn. What does that mean? I'm half dragon, baby! <laughs> of course you are. Jay can communicate with nature and art and use his magic to offer healing and protection. Jay can also use his special ability to Oscar Wilde shape and transform into any animal from a musical theater story. Oh, this is amazing. Please let me have an awesome name! Here in Broadwaystia, all will call you... Edwin Druid. Look how adorable you look with your dragon face and your little woodsy hippie outfit. And I'm like Shrek over here. No, you're like Princess Fiona, not Shrek. The joke on your name. Yes, I get the joke, Sir Punzalot. And the final member of your party is a dwarf who showcases his charisma and magic through music and lyrics he uses to drive his team onto victory. He is the Broadwaisted Bard. I'm the shortest of the group for the first time in my life. The broad-waisted bard. I mean, if only there were a theater joke I could make about the bard, but sadly, there's not a single theater reference that could be made from the bard. Wait, really? What about Shakespeare? Well, yeah, Brian, maybe Shakespeare could have come up with a theater joke about the bard, but he's not here right now, is he? Never mind. All right, champions. Gotta hurry to save your friends. Here in front of you are three paths you must go down. One, to the left, will take you to the bygone bog where Aaron is trapped. The second path, going straight ahead, will take you to the Inser Mountain Range to rescue Nikisha. The final path, to the right, will take you to Aviophobia Plains where Haley needs saving. Once you save your friends, keep heading north and you'll all meet up together at the edge of the Queen of Shadows swirling storm cloud of doom engulfing the Forbidden Caves. I'll pop back in to help you whenever I can. Good luck, adventurers. The fate of the holidays is on your shoulders. All right, let's do this. Let's figure out our game plan, and then we can figure out our marching order. I can't. Not like this. This is ridiculous. This isn't how we're supposed to spend the holidays. This is insane. What is even happening? This is crazy. Kimberly, we can do this. And do you want to know how sure I am that we can do it? How sure are you? I'm so sure, I'm going to sing about it. So our friends are kidnapped and we're trapped in this strange land. And going on this journey's not the holiday we planned. And sure we could pout, sure we could tread, let it get to our head. Or we could sing a song instead. So look ahead and see us winning. These first steps are the beginning. Soon we'll all be grinning as we say, we just saved 
the holiday today. What is he doing? He's being a D&D bard. They inspire their comrades with the songs they use like spells. Wow, I think it's working. So we made a portal sub immortal Shadow Queen. Banished our three friends cause she's a Grinch and really mean. She made a big mess. She really did. Now you're a princess. A monster princess. And I confess the fear is strong. But not to fear to hear my song. Look ahead and see us winning. These first steps are the beginning. Soon we'll all be grinning as we say, we just saved the holiday today. We'll save the holidays today. Can you believe it? We'll save the holidays today. We can achieve it. Let's not grieve. Things didn't go our way. The time has come to save the holiday. We can do this, everyone. Sir Punzalot and I will go to the left to the bygone bog to save Aaron. Bye, everyone. Good luck. And the princess and I, Mr. J. Edwin Druid, will go to the Insurmountain Range and save Nikisha. Take care, everyone. Amazing. And I, the Broadwasted Bard, will go to the Aviophobia Plains to rescue Haley. All by myself. Because you're all gone. But if that's okay, I'm not alone. It ain't just me. I'm like a player on a team. I'm part of a gang, a member of the club. We'll save the holidays today. Can you believe it? We'll save the holidays today. We can achieve it. And we won't leave till things have gone our way. The BCU is here, so come what may. Broadway Stia, we'll save the holiday. This is the part where the narrator would tell you that this is the end of part one, or whatever silly thing narrators say. He'd also probably say, Happy Holidays, and something about how this story, and ultimately my entire existence, is just a fabrication put together out of love and support for some group called Broadway-bound kids. And then they'd probably cut to information about the Broadway-bound kids. Broadway-bound kids? What? What's Broadway? Hey everybody, Colin Donnell here. This is Patty Murin. This is Kelvin Moonlow. Jaylene Markle. Jeremy Jordan. This is Elliot Maddox. I'm Michael Cerberus. This is Squigs. Antoine L. Smith. This is Jen Gambatis. T-Boyich. Aaron Albano. Haley Pachoon. Robbie Roselle. Michael Kilgore. Madison Stratton. Andrew Bradis. James Monroe Eigelhart. And I'm Hannah Ellis, and this holiday season, all of us friends of the show want to ask all of you listeners of the show to look inside your theater-loving, radio-play listening hearts and join us in supporting our amazing friends 
visit Broadway Bound Kids. Broadway Bound Kids is a nonprofit that inspires and empowers young lives through the performing arts in a transformative and inclusive community. Their mission is simple. To make arts education accessible to as many students as possible throughout Manhattan and the surrounding boroughs. Students in the Broadway Bound Kids program experience creative and exciting classes and workshops. Led by talented, caring teaching artists who are professional performers here in the city. Just like all of us, Broadway Bound Kids passionately believes that involvement in the performing arts increases self-esteem, confidence, self-expression, critical thinking, and empathy. These lessons will aid students at home and in school. Your support enables Broadway-bound kids to offer free, subsidized, and scholarship programs for more than 500 students every week. $1,000 can sponsor one child for Broadway-bound kids for an entire year. So let's see how many year-long scholarships we can give out for Broadway-bound kids. If you're a member of Broadway Sits Patreon, 100% of the proceeds from December will be going directly to Broadway-bound kids. Not a member of Patreon? Then go directly to www.broadwaybound.com kids.net and click on donate and that's it hi my name is Erin Glass and I'm the founder of Broadway Bound Kids thank you so much for your support and from all of us at Broadway Bound Kids and all of us friends of the show and, and from, from all of us at Broadway Stid happy holidays happy holidays happy holidays happy holidays happy holidays wishing you a fabulous holiday season happy holidays Merry Christmas happy Hanukkah happy 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 holidays happy holidays happy holidays happy holidays happy holidays Feliz Navidad happy holidays Oh, for Carmen Cusack's sake. You're still here? All right, fine. Come back next week and hear how I totally destroy all of your little broad-waisted friends and keep the holidays from ever happening in the next installment of this holiday radio musical by Kevin Jager and Jason Pomerantz. Now I'll lift my evil shadow potion and say the ancient spell that we always say at the end of a chapter. Zoot do wop now be gone, listener. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.